Uh, what are we calling this? Like, um... Mm, dream battle. I don't, I don't know. That sounds kind of horrible, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um... Are, are these all Marvel versus or... It's just alternate battles, like, uh... I guess, um... Like, uh, so, like, cross crossover... battle... Crossover... I mean, what, we, what replaces Dream? Okay. I don't know. Let me get to the thesaurus. Uh, Dream. Okay, so, uh... Nocturnal Aquatic Battles. <laughs> okay. You don't like that? You don't like that that title? Nocturnal just sounds bad. Nocturnal aquatic aquatic battles. You know, wet dreams. <laughs> you don't like that title? Not really. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Well, we'll find something else then. All right. So, in the gutters podcast, uh, nocturnal aquatic battles sink. <laughs> It's hard to come up with something that's not. I mean, I don't see anything that's really the equivalent of Dream. Um, uh, what's it called? Alternate Universe Battles. Cool alternate. Like, yeah. Super cool. Uh, uh, <laughs> when worlds collide. When worlds collide. I think that's what they called the. Um, when worlds collide is what they called the the merging between the DC universe and the Milestone universe. When those two, I think it was called when worlds collide. And this is what it sounds like when worlds collide. Are you ready to go? Because I'm ready to go. Yeah, it's fine. It's good. That's that Power Man 5000 song. Okay. Yeah. You probably don't know that because you don't listen to modern music anymore. I don't Even though that. that wasn't modern since like 20 years ago. Anyway. Know. Hey, everybody. This is Dirk 182. And Wallcrawler 1. Why? I, I like it, man. You're, you're like... Now that we've done like twenty episodes, you're like you're finally starting to be like, I like doing this podcast. And this is in the gutters, by the way. It's not our mom's thing. <laughs> We're funny at all. <laughs> you didn't mention that. <laughs> you didn't mention that at all. <laughs> uh, all right. So today we are talking about not nocturnal. No, wait. We're not doing that one. No, today, we're not talking about anything nocturnal. Today we are actually going to be doing um, probably something we'll probably touch on uh, back and forth throughout. Uh, throughout the podcast, but we're doing when worlds collide battles. Uh, so you want to go ahead, this is kind of uh, your brainchild, so you want to go ahead and give us a brief uh, idea of what we're talking about here? Then you you guys did uh, like pretty much like something similar, right, where you had some fights, you yeah. like the two, so then I had a list and I wasn't part of it, so I I had a couple, like, um, oh, you I think, me out, so now I want to do my own. But you, you encouraged it. See, it wasn't just like I wanted to. You you said maybe you could come up with those, and then I did that, and then now uh, you forget and try to push back off me. Like I was trying to, but anyway. No, it's it's like this. But no, you rewrite reality to your suit your own needs. That's fine. Yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, but it's it's like it's like when you're talking to kids, you're like, "Can we do this?" We're like, "Well, maybe we can do that." <laughs> <laughs> like, like that means no, we're not going to. I just figured you would take us ahead. So we just, oh, okay. So it's it's all me. Like I just took it upon myself to come up with this. I'm sorry that I pushed myself on you so hard about everything. Uh, Gladiator versus Master Manhunter. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what do we got here? Guardian versus uh, Marvel's guy, Guardian versus Martian Manhunter. All right. And Gladiator is Cal Ark. We've talked about him before. He's yeah. pretty much Marvel's equivalent of Superman. Um, and he's pretty much invincible except for when he starts to question himself. And then Martian Manhunter, on some levels, is is very powerful, like Superman. He's got a lot of uh, capabilities that even Superman doesn't have, but he does have a vulnerability vulnerability to the fire. So right, a uh, a mental uh, vulnerability to fire. Yeah. So like basically like so the, both they have are mental blocks because really the only weakness that Gladiator has is when he starts to doubt himself in battles. And then Martian Manhunter, like you said, with the fire. So, I think this would be pretty close for at first, but in the end, I'm thinking that going back and forth, uh, Gladiator has heat vision. So, I think that he would beat Martian Manhunter at the end of the day. I think he'd take him out. 
See, I know you like Martian Manhunter, though. So. But I like I like Gladiator too. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, you can't say Martian Manhunter is going to be Gladiator, though. Yeah, I am. So, and the reason oh, boo. the reason I'm going to say Martian Manhunter is going to win is because as far as um as far as kind of like the powers go, strengths wise, they're both equally strong. They can both fly. They both have a heat vision. But Martian Manhunter can also turn invisible, mm-hmm. turn intangible. He's a shapeshifter and he's a telepath. Yeah. So he's gonna he's going to probe Gladiator's mind to kind of see like who this guy is and what he's about. He's gonna find that doubt weakness and he's gonna exploit it. Hmm. That's that, and that's that's the only reason why now if um if he has time to do it, don't you think Gladiator's pretty powerful? I think he's strong. I, I mean, we we say he's a strong Superman, but is he as I don't know if he's as powerful as Exactly as powerful. I mean, he's probably a little less powerful than Superman, right. whereas Gladiator is. So if you could take him out in time before we could do all that, or or keep the like keep the pressure on him so he doesn't really have you know, time to think about it, right? But yeah, but that, that was also going to be contingent um, on if he knows whether or not you know in like a standard fight, you, um, you know, you're going to have like some some like little like breathers in there. So if he kind of knows what Marshmallow is about, I can see him. You know, when they like keep the pressure on, uh, but they don't know each other. You know, he's not going to know that he's got that ability. But it, it would still be, I said, I, I would still lean more towards Marsh Manor just because he's got those extra abilities: the intangibility, the invisibility, and the shape shifting. I still think it would be either way. It went down. It'd be kind of cool to see. It would definitely be a good fight, no doubt. See, it was a good idea. Yeah. Okay, and then you're glad I did this. You're very glad I did this. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see the end. <laughs> you'll like this. I actually think you'll, you'll be like, oh, I've been a jerk to WC all this time. I Maestro. Think, I don't think I've ever made that. Oh, <laughs> before. I've heard you do it before. Maestro <laughs> versus Doomsday. Hmm. I think that would be a really good fight. Maestro versus Doomsday. Oh, man. I'll let you go first this time. Oh, gee, thank you. Just pretty much whatever you're going to say, I'm going to say the opposite. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think they'll kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> I think they'll fight each other. Draw. Um, it would be a good fight. I think I think in the end, though, I would probably have to give it to Doomsday. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I'm saying that I would give it to Doomsday is because Doomsday is a brute. He's just a beast. He's a mindless, just killing machine. And the maestro's ego would get in the way because mm. he'd be like, you know, there's no way this brute is going to be obvious. And he would be like bragging like, you know, I'm the maestro. I killed this person, that person. And none of that. You're, I mean, you're, you're, you're fighting with a wall. I'd be like me screaming at a hurricane, you know, you know, I killed your dad, Breeze, you know, but it's, and it's the, that doesn't mean anything. So, um, and then. Because of, of uh, Doomsday, it's like, oh, you, you, you broke my arm. Well, guess what? Now you can't break my arm anymore. It's like, oh, you, you, you gouged my eyes out. Guess what? Now I got these little, like, bony slits over my eyes, which makes everything look like a prison cell. But still, whatever. Um, and then that, like I said, Maestro would, that would, would, would just add to the whole thing where it's like, I, I'm, I should be smart enough to be able to take you down. But no matter what I do, you come up with a defense for it. And I would just, just eat at him. Um, cause like, I should be better than you. I should be better than you and stronger than you. And that would be his undoing. Yeah. I could see that. Who are you thinking? I didn't really thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want me to go first. Okay. I just wanted to say, I just, I think it'd be a cool fight. I think initially I probably would go with Maestro and it just for the reason, the opposite of what you said, because and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I was kidding before. I wasn't just trying to do Opposite. You can rewrite history all you want, but 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 Maestro, <laughs> that's what you do. Like, stay <laughs> my words come back at me. <laughs> Silver tongue. Sometimes <laughs> words hit like a fist, bro. <laughs> and like I think Maestro, like like you said, like um, he's he may he does have an ego, but I think his intelligence maybe could win out at the end. Seems like there's some way that he could maybe use some of the um he like like I think it'd be kind of cool just visually. In the story, you know how he, he always has the trophies of all the other armaments of all the 
the heroes he's defeated. Maybe he has to go inside that cave. Maybe he can figure out a way to use Thor's hammer and the shield. And then, like, uh, you know, like uh, Iron Man's armor. Like, he probably has some leftover technology stuff. He's still smart, like Banner is. Mm-hmm. Um, he could use some of the, the strangest cloak. cloak. Uh, he probably has Toomey. Mm-hmm. He probably has Silver Surfer's board. He could do something. You know, he could use enough stuff to where he could probably beat... I'd like to think that he could maybe find a way. And, and I don't think he'd maybe defeat him on the planet, but if he could get him off the planet. You know? <laughs> That'd be so cool to see Maestro on the board, man. That would be cool. And he had the cape and everything. He'd have all the he'd have the hammer. He'd have the and he just used all the implements of the things that he defeated the heroes with to defeat Doomsday. So I think I I think I could give it to you could even do like a like a Hulk uh, a Doomsday Buster. Okay. Kind of dope, you know. It's like, yeah. So I think I think he could maybe because of his intelligence, he could maybe beat him if he could. He he could maybe get his ass kicked once. He had to regroup and come back. All right. I, I just started laughing because you you referred to Silver Surface Board as Toomey. It is Toomey. <laughs> it is Toomey. It's T O O M I E. No, it's just cause, you're such an asshole. Because <laughs> it was in a, um, it was in that 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 like a previous. So I don't want to say most recent, but the Silver Surfer run. I think that was it. All red was mm-hmm. those, and and the girl she's like she said she referred to it as to me. He's like what? Because you always say to me my board, and <laughs> and I don't know if they if they made that. Thing, no, that, that, that's what name. the joke is. His name is it's to me. Is it really? It, it really is to me. <laughs> <laughs> It, that's why they made the joke. It's because like it's T O O M I E. That's his name. I didn't know if they just adopted that name after that. Yeah, you don't know. Uh, so I have a, <laughs> no, I have a, a maestro action figure. Yeah. And you were talking about him wearing like the cloak of Doctor Strange and stuff. But yeah, yeah. my maestro action figure had Doctor Strange's cloak. Yeah. It had uh, Thor's hammer, like Captain America's broken mm-hmm. shield, and on his one arm he had Wolverine's bones. Yeah. So he like the Wolverine's rib cage and stuff was like a uh, was like a wrist uh, like gauntlet, mm-hmm. and then the claws were that was it's kind of a kind of a, a, a pretty dope figure. Um, no, I, I uh, actually like that one. I kind of missed. That. I don't have that one. It's they have like the one they did for Legends wasn't as good. But, mm-hmm. uh, but I, yeah, I think. Um, and there again, I could get, it would have been good the way you talked about it too because I, I could see Doomsday beating them too. I mean, it, yeah. For sure. I was. Do you remember this issue of X Men? It was um, it was a, it was a weird kind of I think kind of crossover deal where um, the Maestro ended up getting a gun that uh, was made by Forge. So he had the. I, I have to go back and look it up because I, I forgot which issues it was. But anyway, like Forge was making a weapon like to kill the Maestro. I think because. Like the Hulk after the Future Perfect thing was talking to him, and um, and but then somehow like the Maestro ended up getting the gun. He was like, "Oh yeah, this is the gun that you were like made to kill me with." He was like, "But now I have it," and, which is so. And your thing was like, "Oh yeah, he can already have some stuff there." It was like, which was maybe planned to be used against him or somebody else that you know in the future he knows about, and and I, I could see Maestro. So if people that aren't aware. The Maestro is the Hulk in the future. He's more powerful, and he's also crazy because it was like a second, like uh, like a nuclear like blast, but he was on the outskirts of it, or some kind of like radioactive blast. He was on the outskirts of it, and he absorbed all that radiation and made him stronger, but also made him crazy. And the way that the Hulk gets rid of him in the future, imperfect spoilers, is he puts him at ground zero of the blast, which is way too much radiation. That's what kills him. So I could see after the Maestro gets his ass beat by Doomsday, then, you know, purposely putting himself on the outskirts of another nuclear blast just to amp himself up even more. Yeah, just also, so he could, could fight him. Right, but to also probably make him a little bit crazier, too. So then they'd be more equal savage ground. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. All right. That sounds good. So what you got? Um, Comedian versus Punisher. Hmm. I kind of see it going down where Punisher would win in the end, but I think it'd be really close. Like, I think, you know, Frank Castle, say what you want to, but he's a better hand-to-hand, I bet, fighter than Comedian would be. And so, like, uh, I mean, of course, if Comedian could maybe um, snipe him from the distance, he made that shot on Kennedy. Like, it's like uh, maybe he could maybe he could do a um, Craven's Last Hunt 
on Frank if he caught him by surprise, you know, capped him right off. But like if he missed, then they got in close together. Frank always kind of finds a way to win. He, he's he's definitely going to be able to take out Blake. But like um, I love comedian though. Like he's he's tricky. It would be it it would be one of those. It, it'd almost be like when he takes on Bullseye. It's like you don't really ever count Bullseye out, you know? Right. It's like he's he's always going to have something up his sleeve. It could be one of those, and I, but I don't think I think it would definitely be one of those where they don't think they'd find common ground. That's one where Frank would definitely um, they would they wouldn't stop until one of them was dead. I um, well, I was said in the other podcast I've been rewatching the Daredevil series, and in that you know there's that that rooftop fight between or a couple of rooftop type fights between Daredevil and uh, and the Punisher, and you know Daredevil. He, he's he's a trained martial artist, you know. He's got some like ninja skills or ninja-ish skills, and the Punisher is—he's just a street brawler. And it's like you would think that okay, well, you got this guy here that you know he's fast, he's, he's quick, he's you know fighting with you know legs and shit, elbows and this and that. But the thing about that is, those guys—the whole point of like martial arts is you know to. Keep your opponent away, be able to, you know, get enough distance that you can get away yourself and disengage from a fight. But one of the things you don't do is it's, it's, it's not about taking a punch. So if I'm going to be a boxer or I'm going to be a wrestler or an MMA fighter, part of that is like you've got to learn how to take a punch. Lots of punches because that's what's going to happen in this. This is just you taking a lot of punches, you delivering a lot of punches, which is kind of like the opposite of martial arts. So when Daryl fights the Punisher... It's you would think it'd be a quick battle, but it's not because he's laying into him. But this guy's like, dude, I'm from the streets. He can absorb it, right? It's like I take hits like this. You know, I've been taking hits like this all my life. It's like as were you, like you're designed to take a few hits, right? But you don't. The whole purpose is I don't want to get hit. Yeah, and and that's kind of same thing. You so you talk about comedians, like that's a good fight between a guy who is built to take damage and another guy who's in a sense built to take damage too. Because, you know, he's this military hardened soldier here, hard soldier too, but then you've been fighting the street war. I can see that that playing out where, you know, the government goes to like Frank Castle and be like, you know, uh, we, you know, we need your help as an American citizen. We've got a rogue agent, gives him Blake's, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. And then they do the same thing with Blake. And we're like, hey, we've got this guy here. And they're basically trying to get the two of them to wipe each other out. Mm-hmm. They find out about it. They're like, yeah, but I don't give a shit. You know, yeah. it doesn't really matter why they sent me after you. They're still right. And yeah. you're still, yeah, I'll deal with them later. But I still have to go down. And the other one thinking the same thing. And you would have this. I think it, the reason I, I put that scenario together is because having them hunt each other, mm-hmm. I think would be really nice. And then because eventually it's going to come down to a, a head-to-head thing. Um, it, it would be more like it's the cat and mouse would be like cat and cat. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and it would be. I think it would be interesting to fight because I don't really know exactly how it would end. Um, I would probably give it to the Punisher just because he's younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and but Blake's got that experience too, so it's yeah. like, yeah. I mean, like I, that's the thing about these fights. I mean, they can it just depends on what you feel like at the end. Like, I guess the way it just goes down that last second, it's really just that last. Um, it's it's kind of like a video game. You can kill a thousand guys, and all you get takes is that one hit. You know, and you're, yep. you're out. And I can just see it. I mean, you know, it's, it's not my line, but I can just see see it, you know, when when Blake finds out that, uh, that he's been set up by the government and he just goes, just a matter of time, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can see a uh, um, comedian re- reaching up and he's like, help me. And Punisher goes, no. That's <laughs> 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 You stole my bit. You stole my bit. He comes out with like a flamethrower or the like the lighter and the hairspray. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you burned me, you bastard. <laughs> okay, Iron Fist versus almost any hand-to-hand guy in in DC, Deathstroke, Nightwing, Bats. I, I just, I have, I, I mean, like I'm just, I'm completely biased here. I Iron Fist is like. So the guy who's currently wearing an Iron Fist t-shirt. Oh, that's true. Who, who would go to concert bring an Iron Fist action figure? And, and I had an Iron Fist. <laughs> I have an Iron Fist uh, statue and then um, Iron Fist. I was wearing an Iron Fist shirt yesterday. It was a different one. How many people do you know that have two Iron Fist shirts? Nobody. 
<laughs> don't you have the one that looks like his like his tunic thing? <laughs> no, no. You don't have that one? That's a special one. You're not supposed to know about that. <laughs> You've been looking at me. You've been looking at me. <laughs> hey, um, but almost all the time um, from a closet dressed as Superman. Oh, yeah, you got your, your Iron Fist. I have an Iron Fist tattoo. I'm not really that proud of it. I, I don't think it's cool to have tattoos necessarily. I, I did it when I was 19, so and that's a long time ago. That was way before the, like, anybody cared about Iron Fist, right? I cared about Iron Fist. Huh? You, me, and Jim Asley cared about Iron Fist. That was it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> so anyway. And, and so, so when, when you're not looking, I always try to, like, roll up my sleeve and, like, press my arm against yours. So I can, <laughs> I see if I can steal the Iron Fist from you, but it, it never works. You're always like, why are you getting so goddamn close to me? I'm like, uh, I don't ever question that. But, like... <laughs> That's when you start being like, oh, oh. <laughs> like, uh, we're not supposed to digress here, but we're, we're doing it. We're talking about Iron Fist. That's true. Um, I can dig it. <laughs> um, the, uh, Iron Fist is underrated as a character because he is one of the best fighters in the Marvel Universe, without a doubt. He, he's like, and, and he's got the... He's got the power of the Iron Fist, too, so it's like, um, I really just don't see him being, I don't see anybody taking him out on the other side there. I, I don't know a hand-to-hand combatant that could do it. You'll probably say Tim Drake, but <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you, I know you disagree, so go ahead. You, you no, I was, was going to ask you, who would win a fight between Iron Fist and Karate Kid? I think, I think um, Iron Fist would win that one, but I'll say this. The only one I would correct myself, I didn't know we were going Legion territory. You said DC. You said anybody in DC. Ne- Nemesis Kid would be, I don't know. I don't know. But he can't recreate that power, but he but he, he could take on Monel, Superboy. I'm talking about guys that don't have, like, uh, super strength but constantly. I, I, well, I mentioned Karate Kid. He's got no super strength. Well, that's true, yeah. But I but I know that in the end, Karate Kid would just grab a, a, a grenade and run at him and be like, ah! I blow himself up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna win this fight. <laughs> You're using my things that I love against me. That's that's a that's evil. Like um the uh the whole thing about that is is like I was talking more about guys that didn't have uh like like superpowers. Like um I mean, I mean of course you couldn't fight Superman. You right. know I mean he probably couldn't beat Wonder Woman just because of her strength. I mean I I, I give you that, but like Batman and Deathstroke, these are just guys. That, that are that trained fighters. I mean, I think he could beat them. Uh, Bane? Bane's got venom, though. Mm. I think he could beat Bane. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Iron Fist versus Batman would probably be a good fight. Um, could you see Iron Fist being beat by Batman? Well, if he uses all his super... T- like, let's... No, without his bat belt and drugging him or something, I mean... But Iron Fist is not going to use the Iron Fist against Batman. He could. He could, but he won't. He might if he had to. Mm, no, because then he would give one of these. Give five of these across the lips. <laughs> Come on, Luke Cage, you big dummy. <laughs> wow. Um, no, I wasn't wowing that. Like I, we were watching BBS and like one of was on the screen. I wasn't going to mention it because we're 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 not doing that. Okay, really. sorry. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard to think when you look at her. Isn't it? <laughs> But I was just gonna, I was just gonna say uh, that it w- it would be interesting. I, I would like to see that. And I was trying to think of someone else. Um, okay, I think Batman's better than him. Um, I think it's probably been proven. But what about Bronze Tiger? No, he could beat Bronze Tiger. Yeah, yeah. That, I can't really think of anyone else in the in the DC universe that would be the equivalent. Was uh, it Richard of- Dragon or whatever? Was that was, was that his name? The he's like an obscure DC character. Like he he was like a kung fu guy. Okay. Yeah, like he could he, he could take him out. He could take out Big Sage. Big Sage. The question. Oh yeah yeah out. yeah the question. Take him out. Hey, you ain't got no face. I think he could take out Blue Beetle pretty easy. Oh shit, who could take out Blue? Yeah. <laughs> like a half gallon of briars can take out Blue Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> it's hardcore. Would well, you you remember that, that issue of the Justice League where he he realized he had, like. Got out of shape and he was fat, and it was kind of funny. Let me ask you this: You think he could take? You think Nightwing could take Iron Fist? I think Nightwing, mm-hmm. like uh, Dick Grayson, could take Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No. Okay. Now what about your boy Damien? 
No. Not yet. Maybe. No. No. Because even if I thought he could become Batman, I don't think Batman could beat him. Straight up. Okay. That's fair. I like that. It's all thinking. I mean, it's like it's just like what I think. It doesn't mean I'm right, but like I'm sure a lot of people agree, but I that's just oh. the way I picture it. So this is what I like. Even though I am. What? Huh? Um, Jason Todd uh-huh. versus Iron Fist. Why? Well, because so he's still a martial artist, even though he prefers to use guns instead, but he's still trained by Batman and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Just because I want to see, like, Danny Rand use the Iron Fist and punch him right in his, <laughs> right in his red hood and just shatter that bitch. Just like, bam! <laughs> That's why. Let's see. Okay, here's the next one. Bizarro, think you fought well. <laughs> well, yeah, he's not going to take on Bizarro. I mean, I am. I'm no, like, no, I was I'm saying Bizarro uh, talking about Jason Todd. Be like, uh, I think you fought well. Which, no, means I, that, which means that, hey, you sucked. No, I know. I just want people to be clear. I, I'm not saying that he's that level. I'm not saying when you get to the superpower level, like, he's going to be able to do it. Like, um, he's not going to beat Martian Manhunter. You know, I'll give you that. Okay, one last, because you mentioned Bat Family. Aaron Fist versus Azrael. No. No, not a big Asriel. in in the the armored bat suit. Well, maybe that's 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 enhancement though. Yeah, but that also gives him an opportunity to use the iron fist more than he would in a regular fight. So you actually have him using that weapon he has. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've never been a big Asriel. I think he could do it, but Asriel right now supposedly he's got these powers where he can talk to people, where he can almost like convince them to do things. It's like a hypnotic type thing. Mm-hmm. So if he could use that against them, possibly. But like I think in a straight up fight, he could. I mean, he could probably shatter his stupid sword or whatever, the flame sword thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the sword of Dumas or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I think so too. I'll just toss it out there. Um, Superboy Prime versus Goku, okay. which is completely. This all to be honest, this all came from like uh, there's some people at work that were talking about. Who could win in a fight, Superman and Batman? I don't. I'm not going to go there because I think that's not like even a fight, personally. Yeah. But like, um, it's it's a loaded thing, you know. Yeah, but but, and then I went. I was like, well, technically, I don't think. And so I was like, I need to stop myself. It's like <laughs> I was just like, but I started thinking about the the guy I was talking about Goku, and then I was like, really, Goku, Superboy Prime could beat Goku, and and that's how it all started. And that's how it started. So like basically like um, I think Superboy. Should, Prime would destroy Goku. And I'll, I'll admit, like, I'm not the biggest uh, fan of... He, what he, he's Dragon Ball Z, right? See, uh, that's, yes. see, yeah, that's how much Ball I don't even... What is it, Super Sensei? All that crap. It's like, I'm sorry, but, like, Superboy Prime is pretty much Superman without the weaknesses. And, like, um, he's, he's got that suit. And, like, um, I think he would just overload Goku. Eventually, Goku's gonna, like... He's not gonna be able to absorb all of it. And, like, I think he would beat him. Uh, yeah, I, I got. I can't stand DBZ. I don't yeah. watch DBZ. I freaking hate DBZ. Um, so I got nothing to add. To <laughs> I got nothing to add. Yeah. Um, you know. So you can take your like Dragon Ball Aryan poster child and take him somewhere else. Yeah. You know. I because and people are like, oh no no no. I'm like, yeah. Is like is when he goes from like a regular guy with like black hair. He, when he gets more powerful, though, he gets blonde hair and blue eyes. I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? And they're like, yeah, but if he goes any powerful than that, then he gets red hair. I'm like, okay, whatever. We all know there's no such thing as a powerful redhead. <laughs> he just get his red ass beat. Like, he's just, uh, yeah. I'm sure all the DMZ fans would. And I, don't, I, don't, I, mean. I don't mean to, to, um, uh, to, you know, talk down about gingers. Sorry, I said I wasn't going to use that word <laughs> because because gingers just anagram for ninjas, right? And so I, I'm like, you know, <laughs> I, I can't I can't do that to them. I wouldn't want it done to me. So. Did you know that I heard this? I don't know. You, you hear all these things, and you don't. Know, I mean, you have to research. But like, I hear that that's more of a rare trait than anything else is red hair. Really, it's like one of the rarest things there is to have. And so, so like a, a redhead with like like typo blood is like one in like a century. Maybe it's it's, <laughs> it's like uh it's it's like uh, big trouble little China. Oh yeah, girl Chinese green eyes. eyes. So yeah, um, so yeah, but I, I got I got nothing after that because I just don't like DBZ. So I'll you, you say the Superboy will win. I'm like okay yeah because that's probably what I want to see. Even though I don't like Superboy Prime, 
Um, but yeah, I mean, you don't, like Super, you don't like Superboy Prime? No, I mean he's evil. I don't yeah. like Superboy Prime because he's a bad guy. But he, right. I think he's a cool character. Um, and he's not ripping off people's arms. <laughs> Wonder Woman versus modern day Captain Marvel. I'll give that to you. Uh, that's not even a fight, man. Really? Yeah, like the modern day Carol Danvers Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. No, she would decimate Wonder Woman. You think so? Oh yeah, no doubt. Okay. If, if nothing else. She can just grab her and fly her into outer space and just watch her implode or freeze or whatever it is you're supposed to do now. You Diana can... can't survive out in space. I don't think she can. She... I don't know about that. And I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I don't know enough power powers. Well, I would say this. You know, so it used to be Superman could like, like uh, hold his breath or he could breathe in outer space, and then they changed that when they redid everything after Crisis, and you know he can <clears> hold his breath for a long time. So she probably hold her breath for a long time too, but. Uh, I think yeah, Carol Danvers like I think the the pressure of space she's you know better equipped for it and she just take her out there and then just just hold her out there and and fight her long enough till she just lost it. But I mean she's got can the I, strength, she's got the energy blast, she's got. Can speed. I ask you this though? Do you think that she could use that lasso of truth against her and mess with her mind because she's got so many mental problems? If she could bring those out of her and like like confess what she really thought about herself, could she break her mentally? I don't think so. Because the only thing I see, she's like she would go put the whip around her and she's like she's like tell me what you really want. She's like a beer. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know she's a recovering alcoholic, just like Tony Stark is. Well, and like yeah, but like um she she also is like she's been raped and she's had her identity stolen from her. Like what if she could somehow get into her head about that type of stuff and then like um. Yeah, I mean, it seems like there's some vulnerability there. I, I, for some reason, I was thinking, like, you know, Wonder Woman's fought Superman before. Yeah. So why couldn't she fight Carol Danvers? Because I don't think Carol Danvers was seeing a chance against Superman. Well, it's be, because she's got a different power set than Superman does. <laughs> so Wonder Woman and Superman are almost equal, you know, wait second they have, like, heat vision and cold breath and all that kind of stuff. But other than that, I mean, and then she's got the lasso, and, of course, she's got her magic sword, which can hurt him. Um, so you give her. The what, if it, what if it could hurt Carol Danvers? I'm sure it can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. uh, but I'm saying you got the shield, her sword, and then you got Carol Danvers with like her powers and stuff. And then if if she gets if she flips over to like her binary, I think. Yeah, I just I think it would be a good fight. Well, but, no, that's different level than even Captain Marvel, right? She, that's more powerful than Captain Marvel. I believe it is. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying. If she if she were to if the fight were to go to that point, it, 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 yeah, it's, it's all over for for Princess Diana. Um, but, uh, I, I, I just have to give it to, to Captain Marvel. I think it would be a good fight. It would be a lot better than Wonder Woman versus Storm, which was like, what, really? We're really? more, we're more Marvel guys than, like, uh, than DC. Is there any, is, is that their most powerful woman character? For the most part, like, a hero-wise? For DC? Yeah. I can't think of anybody else right off the top of my head. I mean, like, Big Bardo wouldn't be... On her level, I mean, or would you consider? No, I think I think she big, is. big Barda. I think I don't think she's as strong as Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. but she's she's up there, you know. I I I, I like to equate Big Barda to like the the uh, Planet Apocalypse version of Wonder Woman, you know, where Wonder Woman was trained as an Amazon. She was basically trained in a similar fashion. Um, she was trained to lead. She was trained to lead, you know. Um, and they're both, you know, incredibly strong. So it's uh, yesterday when we were doing the, the our podcast, and I mentioned the um, the Batman Superman uh, Apocalypse uh, cartoon, and they've got that, uh, and in there they've got that fight with Barda, and I think it's Barda and Wonder Woman versus the female Furies, which is a such a good fight, and, and that and that anime uh, movie is really good. Um, I believe it's Wonder Woman's and it's been a lot of stuff. Yeah, I need to watch it again. So I really like that one because they, you know, when they do the adaptations, they try to base it off of the art from the comic book. So it had that. Uh, I think it was a. Uh, was it uh, Michael Turner? I mm-hmm. think who did the the art for that. Because mm-hmm. when they did the other one, the Public Enemies, it was Ed McGinnis. So yeah, they, had, yeah, they did that yeah. kind of art style. But that fight was really good. Um, and you know, you've got Barda with the you know she's got the control rod and and it's they, I think they're they're. They're fairly equal as far as um, as far as their kind of origins and training, and, but I do think Wonder Woman edges her out slightly in yeah. the strength department. 
So I, um, I think I think she probably is the most powerful of the women that they've got, like like Kira was. Like um Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I thought about I just threw it out there. I, I even thought about at one point doing She Hulk. Like uh instead. Versus Wonder Woman? Versus Wonder Woman. Yeah, it was the the fight would be good for as long as it lasted, but it wouldn't last very long. I think I mean you I think she a Wonder Woman would beat She Hulk. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I see, I can see Wonder Woman like getting a lasso of truth around She Hulk's neck and then just repeatedly like slam her into the ground like Hulk and Loki. Just wham, wham, wham until she was just down. Like uh Wonder Woman, if you're right about those for some reason I was thinking that she could breathe in space. She can fly, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why in the movies does she not fly? That's like why in the movies does she block bullets with her bracelets when she's bulletproof. That's what I was going to say, too. That is another of her skill sets, right? Is she's bulletproof. I've thought about that. I was like, why is she doing that? Like, Because when she was walking out in that battlefield, I was like, nobody would do that unless they were bulletproof, right? Like, I mean, right. you, there's no way you would make it. And, like, I'm sorry. I don't care if it is. Was it World War One? Like, you're not going to make that. I mean, was it World War One or two? Uh, two, I believe. It was two. Yeah, either way. I mean, you were fighting Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but, but you know, uh, she takes punches from Doomsday. You can't take a punch from Doomsday and then be vulnerable to bullets. It, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know? um, uh, so I'm like, I, I that that bothers me a lot. Like, why are you blocking them with your bullets? Like when you could just let them just bounce off you. Plus, if they hit my skin, they're probably gonna hit my. They're gonna hit and then just fall down. But if I'm blocking my, my bracelets, I'm actually deflecting them. So there's a good chance they're going to hit other people, as opposed to if they hit me, they're just going to like fall to the ground. But when I'm like blocking with the braces, I'm like ricocheting them everywhere else. Like, oh no, you saved Tom, but you know, Chad died. But like, oh, no. sorry. <laughs> they did. They did this thing, and like, um, there's like this. I think it's Death Metal was the new series, and I didn't read the Dark Metal. What it was? It's that that whole uh, the Batman Who Laughs thing. Yeah. Where like. Well, basically, like, um, Wonder Woman, she's got her invisible jet, and I guess they melt it down somehow, and she's got, like, invisible armor-type stuff going on, or she, or is it, like, she forms a sword that's invisible or something? But anyway, she uses that material to make something else, and, like, uh, I don't know, maybe she did something like that, she could maybe take on Captain Marvel. I hadn't really thought of it. I, I, when, when, when she said that she couldn't survive in space, I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. So, Well, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I think that she can't breathe in space. She's going to have to hold her breath. Yeah. And, um, and so I'm thinking if I, if you take her in outer space, you know, um, that all she's got to do is keep her out there until she has to draw breath or, you know, she hits her hard enough to force the air out of her lungs and makes her draw breath. But at any rate, Captain Marvel's used to used to fighting outer space. She's used to flying outer space because she, you know, she kind of has like a propulsion thing where Wonder Woman, I don't think, can actually fly on her own in outer space. Um, I'm not sure exactly how that works for her. So, yeah, they, yeah, you're right. You're probably right. Like, I, gonna, I'll yeah. just I'll just give you. I'll say that you're right on that one. I'll just defer to you and say yeah. Because I was thinking about like in, like if you're going with movie wise, where she's carrying that big ship. Mm-hmm. I don't think Wonder Woman can do that. Like so. Probably, uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I don't have a dog in that fight because I don't really like either character that much. I, I like Captain Marvel a lot. Mm, I, like, I like the original Captain Marvel. I like Marvel. I like Marvel too. I mean, but I, yeah. do like, I do like Carol Danvers. I didn't like her movie, but I like her character quite a bit. I like Jennifer Wawa a lot better than anybody. With a She-Hulk? <laughs> no, I do love my She-Hulk. Okay. Saturn Girl... Versus Jean Grey. I don't know a lot about Saturn Girl's powers, but I definitely have to give it to Jean Grey. I'd have to think about it, but like, it would be, I think Saturn Girl's pretty powerful, but I, I just, yeah, probably give it to Jean Grey. Jean Grey overall, she, she probably would beat her. So uh, when I say Jean Grey, I'm talking about the Jean Grey from... Um, X Men ninety was it ninety four mm-hmm. through one hundred six, and then the Jean Grey that came out of Hudson, um, you know after the Dark Phoenix, Phoenix. right? So so no non Phoenix stuff, but after but after her whole original X Men run, she's like, I have trouble lifting this book, you know. I was like, just use your hands, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the 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 um, who are you trying to impress at this point, like uh, 
Yeah, anything with Phoenix power, she's definitely going to beat her. Right. That's why I said Jean Grey. I, I wasn't talking about. But, but Phoenix, I just want to distinguish that. I'm talking about yeah. like like where, where it's not that she's going to get stressed out and, and flip over to Phoenix, but I'm also talking about like the the stronger telekinetic and tele, uh, telepath than what we saw in the you know early X Men issues. But yeah. it's in, it's interesting. You edge her out, but then then part of me questions it because Saturn Girl's whole origin is she's from a whole planet. That's their whole thing. And she was like chosen, like th- those people don't leave that planet. And she was the only one chosen out of everybody to go represent them in the Legion of Superheroes. I could not live on a planet telepaths. She hated it. Like that Ugh. she was so happy to be gone. Because it's almost like a collective soul type thing. Where like you're not really thinking for yourself. It's all more, more like a, like a, uh, type area. Yeah. So it's like, I think she was just bored to death. And like they. There's all those tense allegations and things left unsaid. <laughs> so like. It basically like uh, there was a rumor that she was in the field hockey players. There was a rumor. You don't know that one. Ah, I finally got you. You don't know that one. Are we talking about Saturn Girl? Pixies. It was a Pixies reference. You were talking about the rumor. Nah, whatever. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get, get like I don't. I don't get that. No. Go back and listen to the audio. Because you said there was a rumor, there was a rumor of the allegations. Because no, because that's what they say in that song. Is like there was a. No, you said you said it was a collective soul thing, and so I said hence allegations and things up and said that's the name of a collective soul album. I know, and then I went into Pixies. Right, but see, I don't, I don't know the Pixies. I just oh, know where's my mind. That's but, a, I, but I know what you were talking about, so I thought that. Yeah, you thought you thought I was smarter than I was, but you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you do it to us all the time, but yeah. when it's done to you, it's not fair. Right, because when I think you're smarter than you are, you are. <laughs> so I'm giving you a benefit of the doubt. In this case, you just made me look like stupid. And I'm like, you're no Stephen Hawkinson. Yeah. Oh, Lord. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> God, I gotta stop doing that. That's so that's, wrong. That's evil. <laughs> all right, who you got next, man? That's it. That's it. And that was all there was. It wasn't there much. I Thank you for letting me try to be like you guys. I, I try. I, I want to be part of things, but... I'm just not allowed. Uh, oh, 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 oh. I'm Trek 182. I'm coming. We do stuff all the time. And oh, la, la, la. Where's Walker 1? We don't care because we do whatever we want to. Yes, there's no need, but I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like, hey, should we invite him? And it's like, nah, he's probably doing other stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's right. He probably <laughs> yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, I'm always doing other stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm doing? I'm listening to Pixies. <laughs> The only modern band you listen to? <laughs> nah, I really don't listen to Pixies. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of scripts lately. It's a lot cheaper than going to the movies. So yeah, I mean, I think I like I like taking those the, the fights because uh, and really looking at them on a somewhat equal ground, even though we do come in here with our own like prejudices mm-hmm. and biases. Unlike the the Marvel versus DC fight, where we like to mention they put. Flash up against Quicksilver, like that's not a fight. That's not a fight at all. Flash would win without yeah, a doubt. Quicksilver's nowhere near as fast as the Flash. Yeah. He's just not. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, that's yeah, that that's like putting a turtle up against a snail. You know, like. <laughs> Can I ask you this though? That's modern Flash. Original Flash, where it wasn't a speed force and all that crap. Maybe it would be closer. It'd be closer. It would be closer, but. Even even that flash could still like vibrate through walls and yeah, stuff. And Quicksilver, you know, he just ended up like slamming into one, knocking himself out. <laughs> like he didn't see that coming. Uh, that's one thing I hate about the the X Men movies is they make Quicksilver seem so fast. I'm like he's not that fast. He's not. I get for the movies you want to do that and that's fine, but he's not that fast. It is a cool scene though. It is a really cool. The first scene. time it was yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. After that, it was like, oh, geez, Liz, really going to keep playing the same joke? Okay. Yeah. Um, no, the first time, though, it was. I like, I like David's Beach Um And uh, and then you had uh, Wonder Woman versus Storm. Like, I don't even know who who thought to put that combination together. Wonder Woman versus Storm? How is that a fight? Well, because one is a goddess and the other one says she used to be a goddess. Like, that doesn't matter. I mean, if that's no. the case, you could put him up against any cult leader, but like, I'm a god too. But like, yeah, I don't think so. Who. Who do they have winning that? I can't remember. Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's like, I mean, I wouldn't think that would be much of a fight. Because really, Storm's just her... What happens when you hit a Wonder Woman with a bolt of lightning? <laughs> you piss her off. <laughs> 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 
you know that, that DC versus Marvel thing. Like, uh, I I got it, but like, um, I don't really remember much about it. Did, was Lobo, did Lobo fight Wolverine? Was that the yes. it, they had Wolverine winning that there? Yeah. And and the fight was so shitty. They they get they get into a fight in a bar and they end up like the fight goes behind the behind the, the bar table and then like Wolverine stands up and I was like, yeah, no. Who did Cap fight? Did he fight Batman? I believe he fought Batman. Cap won, right? I think it was a draw. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, but okay, I'm gonna let's do that one. Captain America versus Batman. I've had this fight before, and I've been on the other side of it. I fought for Batman. I've changed my tune. Captain America would destroy Batman. Really? He would freaking decimate Batman. All right, explain yourself. He's a super soldier. He's stronger, and you know, despite popular belief, he will kill you. If you don't think he will, he will. And to be honest, like Batman... In a war, Bat- he will kill you. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. But Batman, if he was doing it because of purpose where he thought he'd save the country, he'd do it. And then then let's let's say Nazi Batman. <laughs> Nazi Batman? <laughs> when did Batman become a Nazi? Nazi? In this reality, he's a Nazi. Oh, okay. Just to get a win? <laughs> Just get that win in, and he raises that shield, and he cuts off his Nazi vampire head. <laughs> that's the vampire joke. <laughs> hey, I'm writing the story here. Go with uh, it. <laughs> I'll give you a customizing Captain America so, so that he can win. But like, uh, and now he's a uh, he's a Nazi. So, bing! All of a sudden, Captain America got a gun in his hand. Okay, it's like he's a vampire. So, yeah, I'm gonna cut his head off. Okay, let's say Batman had an enhanced suit. Let's just go straight, Cap- Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers without a shield. Batman without his bat batarangs and all that stuff. They're just mono and mono on mm-hmm. there. Steve Rogers has superpowers. It'd be almost the equivalent of like Batman when he tries to hit Superman and we break his hand. Like he's not gonna have the much power. I don't care how much how kung fu you know. That doesn't put that doesn't put Steve Rogers out. He would destroy Batman. Well, okay, I'm gonna say this, and <laughs> it is it is kind of a kind of a, a bullshit like retort to that. Um, but you know, like um, I agree, it is a big part. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> It's, it's not another overlapping problem. It's just him just jumping ahead. <laughs> uh, a big part of a, a big part of, of any fight is psychological. Yeah. You know? And I think in that case, Batman would win. He would start off using it as a tactic, but as he fought and he started to learn, like Steve Rogers' moves, you know, and like okay, he's using this kind of fighting style, this kind of fighting style, and then seems he's all about, you know, he's gonna at first he's gonna look at him, he's gonna be like, okay. The red, white, and blue, the star, the stripes, you know, all that kind of stuff. He's like, I already have an idea of what this guy's about. And he's, he's going to have the fighting style. And I think one of the things that's going to that's gonna lean in Batman's favor is when he starts fighting Cap, he's going to see the Captain America, amongst all the new stuff, that he also has an old fighting style. A fighting style that most people don't use anymore. Um, because it is older. Which is because he's an old guy. So he's going to have like... Not that he's going to do like the, the old-fashioned, like, you know, bare-knuckle bras where I'm going to hold my fist like, ah, like that, which you people can't see, but, you know, just, just imagine it. Um, but he's going to see him doing some old things, and he's going to put together that this guy is older than he appears, and that's going to help him to form a, like a psychological profile that he's going to be able to use against him. Uh, now, how effective it's going to be, it's not like you're going to be like, you know, hey there, James Hallett, but like, why'd you say that name? Why'd you say that name? You know, it's not going to be like that. But that'll give him the edge, I think, that will help kind of um, maybe balance things out a little bit more versus the, the super strength and the fighting skill and then him hitting him psychologically as well as using fighting skills that, that Captain America doesn't have. I think it would make it a little bit more even. I don't really know who would come out in that fight. I'd like to think that it would end up being... Um, it would actually probably end up in, in a draw. I think, I think for me... Captain America versus Batman is the equivalent of putting Mike Tyson now in the ring with John Paul Van Damme in the 80s. It's still going to be a massacre. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be... I don't care else. It's not going to help you. Because you can't... Because you can't... Like, like a guy with that big of a neck. That's the problem with Mike Tyson. People don't realize if you've got a big neck, if you're that strong... It's really hard to knock you out. Yeah. And like people have done it, but they're big guys too. 
you're talking about somebody who's got a, a super soldier serum in, and like Batman doesn't have that. So I don't care how many times you hit him. Uh, even if you get around to try to choke him out, he's just got that way he can knock you out by just falling back. I just don't see it happening. But I mean, like that's, we just agree to disagree. You know? like, I, I think it would end up in a draw just because, yeah. just because of, of who they are. But um, I, I think you're wrong, though, and uh, Mike Tyson versus Jean-Claude Van Damme. Really? I do, because I think somewhere along the way, Jean-Claude would start doing that uh, that kickboxer dance. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Van Damme would just, I mean, I mean, like Tyson would just start, just start laughing, and that's when he hit him with like a really good like sweat kick and knock him out, and then that'd be it. <laughs> and then dance, <laughs> dance. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I, I gotta, I have to probably pull it up, but um, there was a crossover between Justice League and Wildcats, uh-huh. and oh, God, I have to look up to to, to be sure, but. As I remember it, like Grifter was fighting Batman, and and like Batman was coming for him, he was like shooting at him, he like dodged him, and Grifter's like, "No, nah, I'm done." And he like put his guns down. It's like, nah. <laughs> "You're not gonna punch me, man!" I quit. <laughs> That's pretty realistic. <laughs> uh, did, did you did you see there was a, there was a Suicide Squad, the latest issue of Suicide Squad, and like um, it's actually a really good book. I think it's Tomasi that's writing it, and I, I've never been the biggest. And it's an obscure team, man. It's so weird. Like some of the major guys have dropped out. I think Deadshot just dropped out. But oh, wait, well, how can you drop out of the Suicide Squad? Nah, I quit. Well, what they found out was is that their contract had been up forever. Well, see, basically Waller was out, and they got replaced by this other guy. Well, they had this guy Zebraman who basically was protecting him. Well, he has like this power to encase people in like this protective force. Well, he dropped it, and Deadshot shot him. And that, that was the one that I sent you. Where it was like the the guide. Oh yeah. Where like the they, they they did the shot where it was like a code, and so they killed that guy, and then they found out that Deadshot and Harley had already done their time, and so Deadshot just wants to go see his daughter. So he he technically didn't have to worry about leaving. They were just using them past their time. Right. So they find that, and they're fighting Batman because it was this whole misunderstanding with like these these group of guys that were basically trying to save somebody, and they ended up working together. Well, anyway. Like, uh, they start fighting each other, and they just happen to have a dog. And, like, Batman's about to hit him, and he holds the dog up. <laughs> <laughs> and so he doesn't hit him. And so, and so they end up, like, just talking at the end. He's like, you know, I could have, because the way the fight started, it's like, he said, you know, I could have shot you in the head the first time, and I'll let it go. And, he, and they're just standing there. And so, like, they blow up the Batmobile, right? So they're both waiting there, and, and it's just this panel of them just standing there, looking side to side, not saying anything. <laughs> And then, and then, just eventually, they just drive off. But he's like, he's like, what? And it was, it was, it was funny. I have to show it to you. Okay, so I'm going to toss one last minute to you. Marvel's Spider-Man's uh, foe, Boomerang versus Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang, love Captain Boomerang, man. I love Captain Boomerang. I think Captain Boomerang would win against like Boomerang. Against Boomerang, yeah. Like, yeah. And I love Boomerang too. Didn't like Boomerang until recently. But I think Captain Boomerang is pretty tough guy, man. I mean, he's he's like uh, I, I've never really seen anything from the other Boomerang that showed me that he would have any fighting skills compared to Captain Boomerang. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think like in a straight up brawl, he's an Aussie guy. I mean, like those guys are pretty tough anyway, yeah. generically. So it's, it's like, I th- and I think I think Foster's in his back pocket. And I don't I don't think Boomerang's a killer, whereas I think Captain Boomerang, Captain Boomerang is. I think he'd kill him. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would, I would agree. That's yeah. one of the things that the um, the Suicide Squad movie, you know, people talk so much shit about it. And it's a flawed movie, but it's a lot of fun to me. Yeah. And there's a lot of things I like about it. But my favorite character, you know, like, I like El Diablo and all that. My favorite character is Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Because he's the one that is so true to everything. He's like, okay, everyone else is kind of like, you've been hired to do this, fall in line. And they're like, okay, we're going to. Except for Captain Boomerang's like... No, the hell with you guys. I'm not doing that. I'm a criminal. And he only fights when his life is in danger, and that's it. I don't know where he got the beer from. He's drinking in the movie. He's just drinking beer. And and he's the one they're like, okay, at the end, like, or fine, we'll continue to work. And he's like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm You're going to let me go or else. And he's the only one that doesn't get a deal, but he's also the only one that really acts and reflects a true criminal. Like, you put me in a situation where I'm expecting me to fight for you, and I'm not getting anything out of it except for, like you said, like, oh, wait, I get five years off a of life sentence. What the hell does that do for me? Nothing, yeah. you know? I, and, and it's like, oh, but you want me to be 
like, you know, happy in my gilded cage because you're going to give me, like, BET or an espresso machine or whatever. It's like, no, that does nothing for me. I want to be out there back in the streets, like, killing and stealing again. If you're not going to do that for me, I don't even give a shit what you do. And I love that. And I think that kind of gets lost with a lot of people because he really is. Even when he, like, tricks, like, Slipshot and, like, a Slipknot into, like, doing that thing, it's like, oh, I guess they weren't playing around. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 like, did you read the Suicide Squad when it first came out? Like, the original Suicide Squad? No. See, I, I did. And Captain Boomerang was in that. And, like, um, I can't remember everything about it. It was, it was like, 87? Well, was it 7th mm. grade or something? I mean, but I read a good chunk. I'd say I read up to... 20s 25 you know and i dropped off but like um the i, I love that character even then well suicide squad has been hit or miss like i didn't really keep up with the modern stuff too much but like um he's pretty much consistently been part of them mm-hmm. well in this new run he's been out of it in the last few issues they brought him back in he's just sitting at a bar and they track him down he's like oh damn He's, he's like, put your hands behind your head. Oh, okay. He's got two boomerangs. <laughs> he's like, shonk, shonk, shonk. He's taking out like six or seven guys. I don't see the other boomerang doing that. That's you know, true. I mean, he murdered them. I mean, like, they just, they don't spin around and come back. They just straight into their throats. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think that that'd be the other boomerang's first instincts, you know? Yeah, he would throw one of his trick, trick boomerangs or something. And, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. So I think, I think, uh, no, I love Cabby. He's so funny. He's like, and he's he's almost like a uh, that same type of character that that I like the the he's an asshole but mm-hmm. you still like him and you respect him because he never gives up he never gives up his his belief system right and you respect that every time and you mentioned the first couple issues of uh of Suicide Squad mm-hmm. in those early issues um, he actually does to Slipknot in those issues what he does in the movie. Oh, he does? Yeah, I so Slipknot gets killed because of Captain Boomerang going like, yeah, this is all a joke. It's not really, not really going to do that. And they kill him. <laughs> all because of Boomerang. The the guy that drew it, I, I, I need uh, to check it. Tom Mandrick? Or no, he no, wrote it. B- um, Bingham? I think he's the same guy that drew the Son of the Demon graphic novel. Mm. So that's why I kind of like that. I, I just went because of that art style. I was like, oh, I know this guy. I, was like, I can't remember, remember which came first. But like, I, I loved it. And, like, he was a really good artist, man. And I don't know what he did after that. But, like, um... Oh, so, I'm sorry. I was going to say John Ostrander was, wrote, was the right. artist. But didn't Tom Mandrake draw some of it or something? Was it Ostrander? I thought Bingham drew it, man. Like, no, Ostrander was a writer. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I, thought, I thought Mandrake drew some of it. But it could also be... You know, back then, you would... It, they did switch up. Yeah, over, they switch yeah. up. Well, they do that now, man. They do it in every other page. Um, but, yeah. It, uh, um... Spider, uh, Spider. The, I, I said Spider Man subconscious because like Boomerang's in Spider Man right now, right. and that's where he started to. I never really liked the character, but like it, it's been good in this new run. I need to get a trait of Deadly Foes as Spider Man yeah. because what I've read of that, I really like, and he was a character in there. Okay, yeah. I think it was maybe him and maybe Beetle or oh yeah, because uh, Beetle I think is still was he still part of like Mach whatever Mach Five Mach Ten. It was like, a Sinister Six, right? Like, uh, yeah, I think yeah. something like that, or like members of it. But yeah, I um, I think that's kind of uh, that's kind of cool. And but yeah, I I, I agree with you. Uh, DC's Boomerang, Captain Boomerang, would be uh, would be triumphant over Marvel's Boomerang, and it really wouldn't even be a contest. No, really. it would be over pretty. I'd say that's a two minute fight, if that. <laughs> and I can see. Captain Boomerang going over to Boomerang's body and looking to see if there were any of his boomerangs that he wanted to take and be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I agree. You know what would be a really cool story is, uh, and I'm sure someone's probably done this already, but I just haven't read enough of it to know, is that Boomerang fights, and uh, either one of them, and he gets killed, um, and then like five issues later, like, they show back up, and they're like, you know, it's because a boomerang always comes back. Who does? Boomerang. A boomerang uh, always comes back. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, like, a, like, a dark fe- like a phoenix thing. You got me. Was like that. Sorry, I'm trying to look up the original Suicide Squad, because I wanted to see who who drew it. But, um, yeah. But I wanted, I wanted to tell the audience, too. If you, it's the, my phone's being a little bit slow. Sorry. That's probably. But, I'm, like, um... I'm just going to put all this stuff out anyway. Um, yeah, all the all the pauses and the breaks and anything she said that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> the, we were talking. This is gonna be a short um, episode. John Astrander, 
And Luke McDonald. Oh, Luke McDonald. Wow, oh, man. That, that's Iron shit. Iron Man, right? Yeah, Iron, yeah, your Iron Man guy during the uh, during the, uh, the roadie run. Okay, so completely wrong with that one. Um, but but the, but I, I know that that Bingham did draw some of it. I know for sure he did. So is it Jerry Bingham? I think I think so. Was, just just while you you talking about that, you just remind me of uh. Uh, was it uh, June Brigman? Uh-huh. Uh huh. She was a uh, artist of a uh, power pack, right? Yeah. She was a. Uh, I mean, for what I guess it was supposed to be a kind of kitty like book, you know, superhero book. Mm-hmm. Um. She um, her style was not as childlike as you would think. I mean, she had a really good, strong style. I really liked um, I really liked her work. No, I did too. Like, uh, I thought she was good. She's underrated. Yeah. I saw her at a con, um, not too long ago. It was Heroes Con, uh, maybe two or three, uh, maybe three years ago. And I really wanted to, um, to get her to, um, sign something, but I just didn't. I think she was talking to Bob Allman. And... Jerry Bingham. Which, uh, which one? He, he drew the Son of the Demon. And then he he did uh let's see I wanted to see his other stuff he did I know he did too so that's good you know the book that I was going to read back in the day um, wow. was Checkmate I never got into Checkmate I never either I didn't either but I always wanted to I always liked the the idea of them yeah and I think they brought them back in like another capacity um but anyway okay guys, well we're, yeah we're yeah we're done tailing uh. Uh, tailing off here, so you just cut it off because I think I'm wrong anyway. <laughs> oh, in that case, I want to leave it. You son of a gun! Oh yeah, so I uh, I'll have to think of some more um, like kind of really good matches that would that would kind of be pretty cool. And you know, you you had the idea of Maestro versus versus Doomsday, and and it, we're always normally like putting hero against hero, and occasionally we put villain against villain. But I don't think we ever thought about putting like a Marvel hero against a DC villain or vice versa. That'd be something that's, you could check that's out. That's true. Yeah, like a, like a, yeah. Hmm. The, the, I'm okay. just trying to think. Like right now, like like I was trying to think of a speedster over in the. I got one for you, and you have to say anything right now. I'm just the Wizard versus Doctor Zoom. Professor Zoom? <laughs> Professor Zoom? No, no, not, no, not even. The wizard <laughs> would probably win. Right? Uh, no, <laughs> no. Uh, I was gonna say, how about this? Uh, and yeah, so you have to, you have to give me an answer right now. You just think about it, and then you, you know, just think about it. Gladiator versus Black Adam. Okay, just what? think about it. And we can talk about it later. That's that's a good one. I mean, that would be a good fight. Um, geez, it's hard to kind of see Black Adam losing in it, but but at the same time, Gladiator is really powerful. It'd be a great fight. <laughs> that would be a good fight. That'd be a great fight. Black Adam's just a great character in general. Like, um, he's almost like a Superman villain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he. he I think I would say Black Adam is the equivalent of DC's Magneto. If you guys want to, um, for those of you that, that aren't that familiar with Black Adam, I would suggest um, uh, DC 52, the that uh, weekly series that they did after, um, was after what, uh, Crisis, wasn't it? Um, Infinite Crisis, mm-hmm. where Superman didn't have any powers and Wonder Woman's gone. Uh, and, and, and it's it's all very, pretty much almost a, a booster a booster gold story. But um, that's when uh, Renee Montoya... It became the, the question and all that. It's re- I I listened to the audiobook and I really really dug it a lot. It was so the audiobook was really really well done. But they do this whole thing with Black Adam and and uh, and him like uh, was a Condoc uh, like the the place that he that he rules over um, and like how he was getting his you know getting his people back together. And he's like I want to just take care of my people, my country. And then they had some bad guys that were, I think it was at the UN and 
something happened. He just ripped the guy in half right in front of everybody. He's like, yeah, we're not putting up with this kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's had people that belong here. He's just rip. Diplomacy's <laughs> over. Right? And he was like, do something, bitch. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he's kind of powerful. Superman's not around. So, yeah, I'll allow it. But yeah, if you if you have not, um, if you haven't checked that out, yeah, we'll check out that. that that's a really good kind of like in-depth look at Black Adam, what he's about. Um, so it's really good. I was, I was completely wrong about Bingham. I, I, I think the, the art kind of looked like Bingham, but it wasn't. Like, I guess it was just, um, I guess it was just Luke McDonald the whole time. And just, whatever reason, his style at the time looked similar. And maybe it was his anchor. <clears throat> yeah, could be. I, no, it, it happens, man, a lot with when I'm thinking about it. Like, was it the one yesterday I said, uh, Ed McGinnis, and it was, it was Joe Matarera. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get them mixed up. All right, well, thank you all very much for joining us for this episode. If you guys have any, um, any like, cross-worlds uh, collide uh, battle matchups that you want to kind of hear our take on, you know, go ahead and drop us a line, let us know. You can find me on Twitter at Turk182 underscore KE. And Wall Crawler, where are you at? Instagram, uh, Wall underscore Crawler1 on Instagram. That's pretty much all. And then um, on Comixology, I have Pain Grains number one. If you ever wanted to check that out, it's P-A-Y-N-E and Graves. <clears throat> and who's that by? Beautiful, Silly, and Terrible Things. Yep. And they have a website, too, if you want to go there. I think they have print demand. Want to check it out? Yep. Help us out. Appreciate it. All right. And, of course, you can always just uh, you know, drop us a line here um, you know, through, uh, through whatever your podcast app is. And... <clears throat> And also, uh, you know, if you like what you hear, you know, give us a rating. It's always good to kind of uh, kind of hear what people think and, um, you know, just kind of let us know. You know, if you don't really care for an episode or for the podcast, you know, as opposed to just giving us one star, you know, why don't you also tell us, like, what you didn't like? Yeah. Because it's always, I mean, just tell me that you didn't like it isn't really going to make me any better, right? <laughs> Except for if you're, like, an ex-girlfriend, I don't really give a shit what you have to say. Oh. <laughs> and maybe that's where all the negatives are coming from. <laughs> <laughs> You don't like me, but you keep following me and listening to my podcast? <laughs> Projection's a powerful thing. Hi, Wayne. Hi. <laughs> All right. Good night, everyone. Bye. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I've got my, my catchphrase. Love, live fast, love hard, doubt your mask on. <laughs>